on this week's episode of Good For You. Friends don't love friends. Rub Crisco on their face. Or do they? Or maybe they do. Don't slug alone. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to Good For You. Good for you, man. Good for you. Good for you. Good For You, a podcast about the things we go to, the purchases that haunt us, and best products, services, and industry happenings in the wellness, well-being, and spiritual space. We're going to give you a healthy little dose of fun. We're going to talk about the things that are happening in pop culture, the ones that got away, the things in our cart that are haunting us or ghosting us, our strong opinions that are loosely held. <laughs> we like to call this the Grex. The group text. The group text in your ear. So come say hello. Join us in the audio Grex, where friends don't let friends get, get scammed. scammed. Hi, Wallace. <laughs> Are we recording? Oh, yes. Oh, nice. Oh, we're here. In the studio. Yeah, we made it. We made it. We have no drinks. No, no, I thought about it. I was like, oh, maybe I'll leave early, go to Erewhon. Get like 10 drinks. I did not even get one. I got zero. I also thought about it. (laughs) I want to like buy some drinks in bulk. You know what we could do Mm. is we could test out like a package from one of the many online boutique non-alcoholic stores. Oh. Because a lot of the stores have these like sample packs. (gasps) That's a good idea. Yeah. I was thinking we need to do something where we have like weeks. Let's do that. That's like, that's kind of a review of a product as well as a drink review. Exactly. I like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I'm down. TBD. Speaking of beverages, (sighs) there's, (laughs) there was a headline about nut milks in the news. Nut milks have been approved by the FDA to keep the word milk in the title. The milk moniker remains. It is A-OK. Because you used to have to say like nut beverage, right? Almond beverage instead of like almond milk. Well, they never had to. So basically in 2017, a group of bipartisan milk people. OK, big milk. Just, big you milk. can just say big milk. <laughs> <laughs> big milk went to the FDA and was like, hey, guess what? People are getting really confused with all of these milk labels. We need you to enforce that milk is a specific product. Where people are like, wait, where are the nipples on an almond? I just <laughs> yeah. don't know. No. So they say FDA regulations define milk as a lacteal secretion obtained by milking one or more healthy cows. Proposed legislation from blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to mention you. <laughs> No, actually a Democrat of Wisconsin. (laughs) Whoa. Well, Wisconsin cheese? Exactly. Known for (laughs) Big milk connected to pig milk. It goes all the way to the top. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Their bill, this was a bill that they put up in 2017, wanted to target milk, yogurt, and cheese products that do not contain milk from hooved mammals. This is giving kosher. Like yeah. this. <laughs> yes, that's what they were going for. Yeah. Anyway, so finally the FDA came back and was like, you know what? Nah. <laughs> Throw it out. Yeah. <laughs> Big Almond came in and was like, listen, listen, FDA, here. yeah, we can we can just throw you some cash. It is interesting because they basically created an advisory, so it's not written into law, but apparently when there's an advisory, everyone follows it because it's as if it might as well be. Mm. That in an effort to end this battle between big dairy and plant-based upstarts, they now have to acknowledge the nutritional differences. Oh. 
Which also doesn't make sense. Okay, so is milk going to lean into like calcium and yes. nut milk is going to be like, there's a ton of sugar in milk? <laughs> they will never. <laughs> do you think they're going to do smear campaigns against each other or do you think they're going to just like promote the positives of their own brands? Because if I was big milk, I'd be like, let's get on the rapeseed that's in oat milk. Right, right. Come on, guys. I guess it could get it could get really dark and tricky real fast <laughs> if everyone bad. went down that path. <laughs> Consumers are just like pouring water into their cereal because all milk yeah. seems bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, what I loved is there was a New York Times article kind of announcing this. And the first paragraph, <laughs> one of my favorite notes in this article is that it seems satirical. <laughs> Um, in an effort to end a long-running battle between powerful dairy industry and plant-based upstarts that have been changing the way Americans consume cereal and flavor their coffee. Boom! Flavor their <laughs> coffee. I was like, that's, that's a LOL. <laughs> so not much has changed other than big dairy didn't win, basically. They won a little bit, but not fully. I think that's probably a step in the right direction. But also, I don't know if they should be so worried because personally... I always have dairy in my fridge as well as a nut-based milk, mm. a plant-based milk. Yeah, I don't know. I just love that their argument is that consumers will be confused. <laughs> How stupid do you think we are? <laughs> yeah, so insulting. <laughs> That's just a little beverage update. Wow. And you recently had a pistache latte. Pistachio. Uh, I, I did too. I liked it. I saw two of the same type of pistachio lattes at very different large coffee chains. Oh, And I think that it was like a paid paid by pistachio. Uh, pay-to-play situation. Definitely. That makes so, sense. Pistachio incoming, you're going to hear a lot about it, is Tash, right? The new oh, oat milk. Oh, yeah. I don't feel good about that, just knowing how expensive and difficult it is to extract pistachios. Yeah. Do they have to have a person shell them? I, I'm assuming so. Small With small little fingers. It hurts. Yeah. You can cut yourself in those shells. Those <laughs> and are, you don't even get to eat them. Again, not a big nut girly over here. <laughs> But I no always, not November. Yeah. Never forget. Never forget. <laughs> but I always think about how hard it is to obtain. Like if we were to go and forage, cashews ca are poisonous. Cashews, exactly. <laughs> Cashew. <laughs> cashews. If you were to be asked to go and forage a handful of cashews or pistachios, take all day. Yeah, and so I just again back to the Brazil nuts. <laughs> If you've ever tried to eat more than two, you know that you're not meant to. You're not. You're not meant to. They always no. make me nauseous. I can't do them. Yeah. Mm -mm. I tried sesame milk. Did I tell you? Oh, I had a phase of making it all the time. With tahini. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy. It was delish. Yeah. Well, the sesame milk I tried was disgusting. It was like kind of bitter. Yes. It needs to be sweetened. Yes. Especially with dates. Okay. Anyways, moving on. What the fuck is everyone doing with their almond beverage? What the fuck is everyone doing with their cashew milk? Are you keeping them? What's happening? We got an email this week. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're circling back because a few months ago we talked about peoplehood. Mm. The new entity co-founded by the former SoulCycle co-founders. And we got news. It's open. They're ready for business. They're ready to connect and gather with you. And there are two different types of ways to gather. You can gather and do the work solo, peoplehood, or you can gather and do the work with a partner, couplehood. <laughs> we don't really know what that means, but that is what it says. I would like to know what it means. I thought about signing up Josh and I. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I didn't get. I didn't understand if like couplehood was with a stranger because I kind of think it's with a stranger. No, 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 yeah. no. 
I don't think so, because when I was signing up my profile to try and... Oh, you went? Yeah, yeah, I made a profile. Oh, hell yeah. I tried to sign up. (laughs) (laughs) I just couldn't find a time that worked this week, and then I was like, "Eh, we'll see. But it says if you choose, you have some options to choose what you want to work on and what you're interested in. And so I chose... (laughs) I'm one of those people who always choose, like, five out of six mm-hmm. I'm like everything everything's wrong with me <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like obviously I want to know all of your offerings right. but when you choose couple they say what's your what's your partner's name oh okay it's their email oh okay that's such a passive-aggressive way of telling your partner that you <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly signed you up babe see you there they just get a confirmation in their email inbox what is this <laughs> group couples therapy yeah seriously let's really air out our dirty laundry although I will say the studio looks great it looks like a soul cycle it's in uh it's on west 17th street so it's in it Chelsea. does look very pretty it's cute so they've got a seat around. I don't know how much. Probably how much a lot a if they've around. got a rent. If they've got a space a flagship store that they're <laughs> renting uh, for a few million dollars. Seriously, and they have a coffee shop inside of it. Usually, you know, it's crazy to me sometimes about the rent of these startups mm-hmm. and tech companies. Let's say the company buys the building, that becomes part of the equity of the company. That. That's like the only reason that is we, we work. work. Yeah, no. seriously. Maybe that's an obvious thing, but I just think it's so backwards. It is so stupid. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> this company's failing, but we have $2 million in real estate. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. The peoplehood, we're going to try. Yes. Obviously, we're going to try it. But it made me think about ClassPass because ClassPass yeah. is now available. Or it made me think of SoulCycle because SoulCycle is available on ClassPass. And SoulCycle has just like really been in this death spiral for a while. It seems like they closed a quarter of their studios last year. Yeah. That's a lot. Mm. That's a lot. That's a lot. SoulCycle being on ClassPass kind of like represents a big shift because it was one of the holdouts along with Barry's Bootcamp too. Like we're not going to cheapen our brand and be on ClassPass and give you discounted classes. Like these classes are $35 and you have to rent the shoes. You know, like. It's like the TJ Maxx when your brand starts showing up (laughs) in the racks. Right, right. TJ Maxx. Like Glossier. And Outdoor Voices. Yikes. But. I kind of just like, is boutique fitness okay? I don't know how it can be. It's so unaffordable. It's so unaffordable, but like, how it seems like everyone is on ClassPass. Yeah. Like everyone is booking through ClassPass. Yeah. And not like necessarily signing up to pay full price. Are they just barely making it? So I know a little bit about this because I like opened a studio. Yeah. And you barely like cover everything. Yeah. Yeah. Really. And you're not like paying instructors very well. Mm -hmm. It's really hard. Like, especially if you're renting in an expensive space like New York or L.A. And it's like a tough business. You have to have so many classes a day. You have to have so many people filled up in the class. Mm -hmm. I mean, it seems like studios aren't going out of business, but they are really relying on ClassPass to stay in business. Yeah. And... Especially because for a lot of these studios, there isn't much marketing other than ClassPass. So it's a discovery opportunity for them. I think a lot of people who start fitness studios are non-traditional business owners. Mm -hmm. And so they don't really have like a marketing strategy necessarily other than word of mouth or Instagram, you know. And ClassPass. Yeah. (laughs) To your point, like ClassPass is how I discover tons of things other than driving past it. I also think that boutique fitness was so based on... New York and LA, mm. just in those two yeah. places, especially like specifically in New York. And 
I think that people <laughs> are kind of tired of that, especially now that they can mm-hmm. they can like get access to tons of classes online. Well, ClassPass also has their online platform. Right. Well, in 2022, ClassPass saw a 95% increase in in-person fitness reservations from 2021. I think people are going back. Definitely. If they can, if Absolutely. they have access. Yeah, I think that's something where we thought maybe they wouldn't. I think now the most common thing I've seen is a hybrid. Mm-hmm. So you do a few workouts at home or at a less expensive gym, but yeah. then you go to your faves on ClassPass. Do you think people are working out less? Maybe. I don't know. New York Magazine had an amazing cover this week um, yeah. on Ozempic, the mm-hmm. weight loss drug that it seems like every influencer and every celebrity is, is on. Like, yeah, it's crazy. It's so scary. It's been in the news a lot. And I kind of wonder, like, are people just kind of, they're easing off workouts because they can take Ozempic and lose weight and like working out to, you know, feel good, but not in the same way to like maintain a body shape that you might need to like work out, feel like you have to work out every single day. Mm -hmm. That's what I wonder. I think also too, with the return to in office, Mm -hmm. I do think people are working out probably a bit less. That makes sense. Because you're walking less. You could be stationary at home, but you still have the option to plan your day a little bit more, fit that in. Yeah. It's so much harder when you're trying to go, just be in office. It sucks showering at a fitness studio and then going to work. That's the worst. Or even just trying to bring all your stuff to a gym, Ugh, like organizing bag lady. that. But more people are wearing fitness trackers. That's so common now. I'm so. wearing my Aura ring right now. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't really use it for like, I use it for my steps, especially when I was, I got it when I was pregnant and I was yeah. using it for steps. But I really, I've used it a lot for sleep. sleep Mostly sleep most. and my heart rate. And it tells me like when I'm stressed, it can track my period if I ever get, when I get that back again. Well, let us know, ghouls. This is just a hunch. Yeah. An inkling. And sometimes Wallace and I, we're too mind meld. We're like doing the same thing. <laughs> we're like, yeah, we're on to something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're like, no one's working out. It's just because we're not working out, you know, as Don't much as we normally do. <laughs> okay. Well, Wallace is probably working out no, more. No, I'm not. <laughs> How often do you work out? I really am not good at working out when I travel. Oh, same. So it's a wash. I would say if I'm in a good routine, like three times a week at home, but I would like to do four and five. Wow. Yeah, I'm like two or three. But that's more because I just have like hyperactive energy. That I get out. <laughs> you just like get off a Zoom call and do some like burpees. Honestly, I should. <laughs> but yeah, let us know. Are you going back? Are you doing hybrid? I think most people are doing hybrid. I'd be curious to find out more. If you feel passionately about this, send us a voice memo. Yes. Send us a voice note. And we'll play it on, on pod. Or let us know at Good For You Pod on IG. Yep. Right to us. Anyways. Going back to SoulCycle being available on ClassPass and basically all boutique fitness sort of being available for the masses. Who's it good for? Good for you. Good for you? Good for who? Good for you? I think it's good for ClassPass users in a high density area that has access (laughs) to a lower credit boutique (laughs) fitness class. It's really interesting to see the life cycle of a brand. Sort of like as we've come of age, SoulCycle has a hit peak where every celebrity was doing it, yeah. and now it's like on the downswing. That's true. And that's fascinating. Well, I think it'll be an interesting year to see what happens. Let's see if Peoplehood is the new soul cycle. Oh, we got to we gotta check it we'll out. We'll update you guys. You got to come to New York. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Research. <laughs> Speaking of New York, you had a birthday recently. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and I had a very lovely gift by the team to go to the well. I am so curious. Yes. Oh. This is our sexy, unique scam. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. Maybe it's a scam, maybe it's not. But 
I'd heard a lot of things about the well mm-hmm. being not in New York. Mm-hmm. And I think it had initially been sort of like a co-working space slash really? fitness wellness space. It was a membership spot. I think they had a cafe. They opened right before the pandemic. Then the pandemic happened and it sort of floundered. I had heard of it. I feel like way back in the day, it kind of fell off my radar. And then we were talking about it, I think because we were talking about othership and all of these kind of new, I don't know what you would call them. They're like a mix between biohacking and like spa, not mm. fitness. They're they're really like spas mostly. But in New York, there are some that are opening up that have IV drips and things like that. That's not become super common, but it's definitely on the rise. So... The Well was one that we were both curious about. They have a location in Miami, Connecticut, Costa Rica, and Cava, which honestly makes a lot of sense, all those locations. Yeah. So I think most of them have like a healthy cafe slash restaurant. Then they have a store. They have a boutique in the front. And then they have kind of a spa with services that you can go to also, which is crazy. They're trying to do a lot. It was really confusing. Like just navigating the website. Like what do they do here? Are there only classes? Are there treatments? Are they in the same place? If you go to a class, can you use the treatment rooms? It was confusing. So what was it like when you walked in? So it's near Union Square, the one that I went to in New York. I went at night, so I didn't get the whole like white wellness (laughs) treatment. It was... You mean white as in like the whole space is white? I mean... (laughs) Inside and out. <laughs> white and white. And white white yeah. and all the ways. White on white. Mm-hmm. But it was nicely lit. The cafe was closed. So I went for a facial at 730 at night. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, just, relaxed you so you could go to bed. What else are you supposed to do? Yeah. I feel like after a facial, they're like, don't go outside. <laughs> <laughs> don't be exposed to the elements. <laughs> yeah. Don't talk to anyone. Don't kiss anyone. Don't touch your face. Don't make eye contact. Don't eat. Yeah. Do not lay your head on your dirty ass pillow that's for sure exactly <laughs> don't wash your face but also wash off all the pollution yeah. don't let the sun kiss your skin <laughs> i'm always so paranoid i'm like okay i have to just go to bed <laughs> right i need to wear a balaclava on my yeah. way there and then and back and then go to bed yeah so i was like 7 30 is the only time <laughs> one can go it's actually pretty smart i like a late night massage too exactly now it has like 9 p.m massages yeah and then you just roll into bed yeah <laughs> <laughs> So I showed up. It was evening. It was nice. People were very nice. Good vibe. But I wouldn't say anything out of the ordinary. You know, it's very pricey. It's not cheap. It's not a cheap place. I know there are expensive facials, but their minimum was two twenty five. <gasps> yeah. Whoa. For a facial. That's a that's lot. That's the lowest price they that's had. That's expensive. Yeah. Wow. And so you also always, it's so hard to just be like, yeah, I don't want any of the th- other things. Right. Basically, no, I don't want you to massage my head. Of course, I don't want <laughs> the hot stone on my third eye. Like, yeah. Well, then you end up feeling like, what is this? Just like a face mask? <laughs> like, right. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do? Just like type, do your little magic fingers yeah, on my you just face? just like tap my forehead? Did you wash my face with a washcloth and then leave for 10 minutes while you... <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm here. I might as well get the $95 add-on. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Anyways, it was a good facial. I like my woman. The products are all biologique recherche. So that's part of it. Wait, that's not organic. Nope. Wow. Interesting. (laughs) Interesting choice. Oh, I left there much poorer. But um, (laughs) it was a nice experience, but I don't think I would go back. Because it was on my own. It was a good facial. Did it change my life now? 
I thought I was going to get like an energy healing or something. <laughs> I thought I was going to get a goodie bag to go home with. Like <laughs> something. Welcome valued customer. So they raised a Series A in 2019. Then they had te- debt financing oh. in 2020. And a venture round, another venture round in 2021. How did they raise a venture round in 2021? They must be doing something right with all these locations, right? I don't know. Right. It's such a specific elite experience. There's just not much that entices me to go back. I think that's the problem with a lot of these studios that are similar to this. They all look the same. They all kind of feel the same. You're like, I don't know. Is it clean market or the well? I'm not sure. You know what's really interesting is their Bay Harbor, Miami, is mm-hmm. actually a residence. So it's... <laughs> the WeWork model. Yeah. It's a place where you can live and play in complete wellness. <laughs> <laughs> you never leave. It's a cold watch wow. out. And there's 54 condos in this building. That's the well building. Wow. That must be what they raised the, the round for. Yeah. I bet you that's what they're like focusing on doing. Okay. Interesting. So... Slightly related, unrelated. I know two people who have looked at this new building in Greenpoint in New York. And it is like this in the sense of they have a beautiful co-working space, an amazing gym. The spaces are nice and it's expensive, but they're really selling you on the amenities. That seems to be the play. That is so interesting. The other thing that's coming up a lot more is communal living spaces Mm -hmm. there's a like particular brand that's actually by second home and they just opened oh right 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 it's co-living co-living apartments and they have cleaning services it comes fully furnished has a kitchen it's Um, a dorm basically yeah it's kind of a dorm so if you're looking for that type of place and then you're in Miami and you're someone who wants, let's say, fitness classes, but I want a spa in my building. You got the extra cash. cash. And probably like you want to be surrounded with a certain type of person. Going back to our, (laughs) what we were talking about with boutique fitness, part of the allure of that was only a specific type of person could go to a soul cycle class when it first got started. It was like a Tribeca mom, right? Right. Um, Or Tracy Anderson class or whatever, like an echelon. Mm-hmm. of human mm-hmm. who does certain things. It's extremely classist, if you think about it <laughs> for a second, you know. And now, in a way, it feels like that's pivoting to, for example, Remedy Place. <laughs> it's like that's the new boutique thing. Yes, yes. membership clubs. and yes. But like beauty slash biohacking membership Yes, clubs. another example is HEMAT here in LA. Yes. You're totally right. That's what the new membership club is. It's like co-working, but mostly like optimizing. Yeah. You get your sauna, you get your cold plunge, you could do some some IV drips. You know, but that's not the main focus. But you can work also. To the point that we kind of were talking about, I don't think that's the main draw for people. It's like workout classes. No. I might take one if it's at the same time that I'm like there. I'm not going for that. No, I think the draw is, oh, I can get a lymphatic massage after my sauna session Mm -hmm. and hang out with people at the same time. And I can do my Zoom call. Right. Yeah. But, you know, speaking of which, we got booted from Remedy. (laughs) So Remedy places a mostly members location in West Hollywood where they have saunas, private saunas and a big sauna that holds four people. Um, They have ice baths and plunge pools. They have lymphatic drainage massages. They have oxygen hyperbaric chambers. chambers. And if you're a member, you get priority. If you're not a member, you pay more and you don't get priority. So we tried to book last week and we got booted for some members who wanted our time. 
you know, that could turn some people off. Unfortunately, we still want to know. <laughs> Unfortunately, not us. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to keep my finger on the pulse of this. Yes. But for you, do you think it's a scam or are you like into let's let's say specifically the well. the well? I don't think it's a scam. I think it's just mad expensive. Yeah. I don't know about really a scam. I'm like, if you have that extra money to burn, I don't know that I would personally spend it on that. I think I would be more inclined to spend it on something. Let's say if, you know, someone's like, well, I got a facial a month, so I might as well be a member at the well because I'm getting one facial a month anyway. So this discounts the price for me. I am much more susceptible to wanting a membership where I could have like a sauna, cold bath experience. I'm dying for that membership too. What do you think? Do you want to try it? The well? Yeah. Not particularly after you've described it. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Do you want to go? <laughs> I just, I think that like this all white sort of aesthetic and kind of what they're selling is it feels super dated to me and it's like yeah. not that interesting and not that sexy. Yeah. I get what they're trying to do, but I feel like they kind of got caught in 2019 and like the world is different. Now. It's like people who drink athletic greens probably go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like Way to dunk on athletic Sorry. greens. <laughs> I don't know. I have to stay on brand of hating <laughs> and thinking they're ridiculous. Yeah. It seems like a little bit of a maybe status symbol too. You know, like if you're a member there, just because it is kind of exorbitantly expensive without being anything special. Yeah. And mm, I don't know. Maybe I'm missing out. Maybe it has, it is super special once you are a member, but nah, it's I a depend. pass. All right. But I do want to try all these other, I'm, 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 I want <laughs> to see these remedy. other spas. Yeah. yeah. See what the deal is. Well, other ship, speaking of other spas, other ship is opening in New York. Oh, I'm so jealous. I know. I, I thought it was supposed, was supposed to open, uh, but Venice is another Venice town is a, away. Is another country. <laughs> <laughs> Could basically New York, honestly. <laughs> Truly. That's how often people go. If yeah. you live on the east side. Yeah. <laughs> and then I always come back to, I could just do this at my house. I could just get in a hot shower and then turn on the cold water. Uh, yeah, but I do think it's experiential. So I'm watching the sauna culture yeah, space. We're bullish on saunas. Yes. <laughs> Which, again, you could do at home, but I think it really is about the communal experience. I think you're right. Yeah. And I think, again, that's why boutique fitness is failing. Yeah. Because you can't talk to your friends. You can't really even go with your friends. Because you everyone's on a different program. Exactly. All right. Okay. You have a haunted cart this week? Haunted, haunted cart. Well, I did just buy this expensive little <laughs> Tasha Harper moisturizer. I'm, I guess, not haunted by it. You have a haunted cart. Go ahead. Um, I've been thinking haunted. a lot about NAD, the supplement. Oh, did I send you that thing? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But Kelly I've been thinking about it separately. Oh, sorry. what got you into NAD? My friend who it watches the Kardashians. Oh, I don't. It was on the Kardashians. They're obsessed with NAD. Really? Yeah. All and all the celebrities, Haley Bieber. They're always having IV drip parties where they're all taking. I thought it was NAD, but I like NAD. <laughs> and it's the youth elixir, the oh youth gosh. serum. And they're all the celebrities are obsessed. Wow, I had no idea that celebrities were extremely into it. Yeah, but yeah, it's supposed to help with energy, muscle strength, and performance. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. thought it was like a antioxidant. Improves that shows cognitive function, reduces cholesterol. Supposed to be great for you. Miracle drug. But I kind of, yeah, exactly. I kind of am on like a supplement hiatus because mm. I'm just trying, I have so many. Yeah, you're all on the super. Yeah, I'm duper. on the supers. I'm feeling good on the supers. Like why mess with a good thing? Um, but this weekend I was at my parents' house and I opened up my mom's pantry and I 
she has like 400 supplements. Oh my gosh. Did it smell like supplements? No, it smells like tea because she has a lot of tea too. Oh, that's too. good. I hate when you smell the smell of supplements. Yeah, like vitamin B. It's oh, and you're like, so I'm gross. vomit. But yeah. I was like, this is a thing of beauty, first of all. Second, I come by it naturally. Like, yes. <laughs> you're like, all right, it's I in my see blood. myself. Yeah. <laughs> did your mom growing up give you supplements or recommend them or did you just like watch her? I feel Take like them. I feel like we took like vitamin C. Yeah. <laughs> magnesium. Mm. We were a big magnesium family early. Oh. Yep. Huh. Miracle of magnesium. It's my mom's favorite supplement, I think. And I honestly, it's a standout. What did she say when you guys took it as a kid? Like she was like, it helps you poop. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> it's good she for your digestion, helps yeah. you sleep. Smart. She's not wrong. Nope. And then a multivitamin we always took. Mm. I think I took a calcium supplement for a really long time too. Smart. Yeah. But she's she just she takes them all. She looks great. Is she on the NAD? I think she might be. I, I'd have to ask her. Chris, what are you on? Crispy. <laughs> <laughs> What's working on? for you these days? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It's like in my cart. I don't know if I'm going to buy it. I it's pretty pricey, no? It's, it's Yeah. And I'm like, am I going to buy this and then forget about it? Yeah. I also wonder how long it'll take for the price of that to come down and there'll be some more competition there. Just wish Amanda Chantel Bacon would put some NAD into Maybe any, she Can she formulate it for us, please? Yes, yes. And the other thing in my cart is not actually, though, is Future Wise, the slugging that? brand. Oh, there's a whole brand mm-hmm. for slugging. And it's by the same people. It's by Julie Schott, who has, has done, yep, Starface and Julie, the morning after pill that's rebranded. Mm. And plus the little scrubbing sheet. Of, oh, um, she's done all of them? Yeah, she's, she's the branding genius behind it. So. I think it's interesting that like these kind of one-off, like very singular product focus companies that aren't like trying to be glossier, like a yeah gigantic business. Like they're big businesses, but they're not trying to have a hundred SKUs. Right. They like do one thing really well, pretty much. Right. Yeah. FutureWise apparently is amazing. It's a slugging routine. The branding's super cute. They launched, I think a couple weeks ago or mm. maybe, but when I look at it, I'm like, you know what? I really need this stuff. Do we want all this petroleum jelly on all of our surfaces? I do question this. What, that petroleum jelly is bad or that's going to mess up your sheets? <laughs> yeah. Just do we need all of that glycerin all the time? I don't know. Maybe it's not bad. Glycerin is water-based. Sorry, not glycerin. What's the um, the ingredient that is the yeah, petrolatum. Like, clogging? Slug bomb. It's hydrogenated vegetable oil. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is hilarious. By adding hyd- hydrogen to vegetable oil to make it a solid, it's used to increase viscosity and mul- it's an emollient. It right. retains moisture. So Crisco. Yeah, Crisco <laughs> on the face. <laughs> I mean, it does lock stuff in because you are literally blocking anything. From yeah. Coming. Oh my God, this is hilarious. It says plant-based oils. <laughs> That's the like how they're, they're marketing it. Plant-based oils provide... Both occlusive and moisturizing benefits, sealing and hydration as they melt into skin. Wow. I love marketing. Do you know how Crisco was invented? No. How? It was, okay, it was a byproduct. I love the the accidental discovery of this works for one thing. Oh, it was from cottonseed oil. They had all of this vegetable oil left over from cottonseeds. And it was essentially like, okay, what do we do with this? How can we make this into a product? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. So they realize they're like, we can fry things with this. You can use it in baking. We can eat this. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. let's just eat it. Like, why not? 
Why not? <laughs> Up our what chances. What Heart disease. <laughs> <laughs> what bad could happen? Yeah. I'm now like, wait, is this a sexy, unique scam? <laughs> that, that Crisco. That slug balm is, is basically, it's hydrogenated vegetable oil. Trans fats for the face. <laughs> Market it more directly. <laughs> it's interesting how um, transparent this website is because it tells you the ingredients and you click on each ingredient and it tells you why it's in the formula. That's cool. And also it talks about the recycling and how the packaging was made. Like it says this jar is 30% post-consumer recycled plastic. Huh. Yeah. Transparency. Yeah. Transparency. Thanks for letting us know about the Crisco and the slug bomb. <laughs> That's that's the dupe, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Bulls. Yeah. Coconut oil, Crisco. Why not? Just put just it on br- there. Just try it. Just try anything that's a little goopy. Just rub it on your face. Just see what happens. Well, you've got a good haunted car. I would say we maybe ghost busted it. <laughs> we ghost busted our carts. Yeah. Well, well were we funny it. at all this week? Hopefully. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, have a great summer. Don't change. Or do. Bye. Good For You is produced by Wallace Miller Blanchard. Our theme song is by Parallel Dance Ensemble. And our wonderful editing is done by Softer Sound Studio. You can find more information about at the link in our show notes.